anxiety. Uh, we just wanted to know why do I think about death before I sleep? It's really scary. What does this mean? Why do I think uh, about death before I sleep? It's really scary. What does this mean? And always a reminder for myself and Abdukul Aji Sada'i from the skin side and jihad. But for the grace of Allah that we're still in existence, that the reality of sleep is a station of death. And that before I lie myself to sleep, if I should die before I wake, I pray for you, my soul to take. Means that sleep is a form of death, and that when we sleep with wudu, the soul goes under Arsh of Rahman and tariqah teachings that when we sleep with wudu that everything we've been taught and all the knowledges that we seek and read and try to, to comprehend that when the soul gets this information it asks Allah to swim in that ocean. So it has an immense reality that the soul is entering into that ocean when we sleep in the oceans of realities and that's why it's so important to seek out knowledges. And when we hear these knowledges it may be something beyond some, someone's physical understanding and it should be beyond their physical understanding. But the soul, no, the soul will ask Allah and Divine the Presence that uh, these knowledges I heard that we want to swim in that ocean and that's important. And to think about death before we sleep is a, is a, is a good understanding that, that to think of death and that this life is temporary, this life is, is constantly moving, going away from us and at every moment we are closer to our ending point. So this, this whole way is based on the death before death so that when all of these bad characteristics and we bring them down Allah brings that reality of our spiritual identity to be closer to us and that can only be a understanding of death so that when we understand and that desire is going, the bad characteristics are going and the servant drawing clear, closer to their identity. And in the last days everybody is reaching to their identity. If it's good then alhamdulillah they're moving towards that light and if it's bad then they're moving towards their identity and what will be appearing in the reality of their graves. We pray that Allah make our grave filled with light and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum Shaykh. Um, Walaykum As Can you please guide us how we can be part of Imam Mahdi supporter as everywhere it can be heard that Imam Mahdi is coming soon? Ignore my jahalat. How can I be a supporter and be with Imam Mahdi And we're hearing from everywhere that Imam Mahdi is coming soon. Alhamdulillah that the heart has to be ready for that and that that is a reality of, of piety and light. That the events that come onto this earth and the amount of people that perish from the events in the last days of difficulty 
And we pray that Allah grant us in our physicality to witness the arrival of Sahib al Waq, Sahib al Dad, Sayyidina Muhammad al Mahdi, Sahib al Unsul, that to witness that reality. And that's a heart that has to be filled with ishq and muhabbat. That's why the people of who then should be the people who are waiting for that reality. That Allah granted for them hidayat from the hay and wow and wadood from the wow and that they are the people of ishq and muhabbat and good character. And that's an essential part of being from that reality, surviving to see that reality because it requires so much Divine support through all these calamities and difficulties that are coming upon the earth. The bad characteristics, they don't survive these types of events. The bad characteristic, it draws itself towards its evilness, its identity and its reality. The movie, I think it was Birdcage, was Birdcage where all of a sudden there was some sort of a energy released upon earth and people brought out their worst characteristics and started raging and horrific events taking place. And they call it black matter, some sort of an energy. What is important in that whole example because Allah is teaching through every example there must be a, a message, a learning and understanding. That in, in days that are coming when the Dajjal is entering and moving upon the earth before Satan Mahdi's arrival. So the Dajjal's forces, the Dajjal's system moving like black matter on this earth, when they release that reality whatever hidden inside of people will become apparent and be magnified. And if they have badness within them, the badness will be multiplied and that's the symbol from that movie. That as soon as they sort of took an eye to that evilness, every evilness within them went sort of out of control. And the ones whom were already very crazy, they enjoyed the evilness which is again very symbolic of, of what's going to be happening on the earth. Those whom already mark themselves with all sorts of evilness and crazy craziness and crazy understanding, of course they're going to love Dajjal and, and this horrific energies that come. And the ones whom were safe, they kept their eyes closed in that movie. So they were moving through all of these types of experiences on earth and they were keeping their eyes closed and that has a tremendous symbolism is that the eyes have to be clean. So that when we're teaching ourselves how to close our eyes on the physical world, it's like that movie, you're, you're putting a blindfold on your eyes and you're trying to function in a world in which you don't use your eyes, your physical eyes. Use the eyes of the heart, open the eyes of the heart. And that's why Allah gives us this time, this break through all these difficulties, it's just to sit and connect, sit and connect. Be amongst the people whom their eyes are closed to the world 
And at the end of that movie the only sanctuary they could find from this Dajjal energy were people who were all blind at the end of the movie. Why? Because that's symbolism that Allah is asking for us, be blind to this world. Be from the people whom they close their eyes often and their hearts are open and that their vision is towards the world of light and realities. They're not seeking their Lord on this abode. Those whom they move around with just their eyes all the time, their eyes are hungry and they're, they're not going to find Allah here. And they're not going to find the heaven, the kingdom here. So they have to be a people in which they continuously close their eyes and open the eyes of the heart and the, and the realities of the heart. So these are all very symbolic understandings and, and teachings. So for Sayyidina Mahdi then they have to have that love, the good character and that to be from the people whom their hearts are open. And that's why in last days we find so many calamities that come upon the earth. Those calamities are is immense mercy from Allah because if they didn't make it with their physicality Allah will make their spirituality to be present. So when the calamity comes it takes the physicality but the souls are standing right there. And as a result those souls will be recruited to be of service to the heavenly kingdom that is appearing upon this earth inshaAllah. Can beloved Sayyidi please elaborate on what beloved Imam Ali meant by my annihilation within my annihilation in regards to the levels of the heart? What was the understanding of Imam Ali saying that in my annihilation I found annihilation and from its understandings of what we understood just a drop of that ocean of reality is in the way of tafakkur, in the way of, of annihilation. The effacing is a continuous process, someone who's big on the material world and tell them, do you see the Divine? They say, no, we said before, they think they're the one and all they see is nothing because the binary code is one and zero. When you think you're one, when you look out to the rest of the world everything is zero, there's nothing there, there's no God, there's no nothing because you think you're the one. When they train you to lower yourself from the one, be nothing, be nothing actually be the zero. Uh, when the zero looks everything is a one, he sees God in everything. And the reality of how to efface oneself. So in the initial stage you come you say, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, doesn't matter my title, doesn't matter my status, doesn't matter my wealth, there's nothing in, in the presence of Allah Then you train on how to be nothing. Then the teacher has to keep teaching you that in this process of nothingness don't, don't be distracted by anything now in the spiritual realm, can be much more dangerous. So that when you begin to close your eyes and, and visualize and, and have spiritual experiences, doesn't mean shaitan left you alone because now he'll start to play with you in the spiritual realm where you begin to meditate and say, oh I'm like a big person, they're coming and giving me spiritual this, spiritual that, spiritual things. So that's when Imam Ali's teaching is, no that continue your annihilation, you just barely 
crossed the door and haven't reached anything. In that ocean of, of lights we have to continuously say, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, I'm not here for these, these gifts, these, these sort of mind games and these hallucinations as I'm nothing, I'm nothing, I'm asking to reach to the presence of the shaykhs, the fires to dress me and Ya Rabbi I want to reach to the ocean of power. And many times people will have spiritual experiences and this has been given to them, these lights, these clothes, these dresses, these heavenly realities given, then they say, don't let that get to your heart, don't let that get to your head and keep yourself as nothing because if it gets to you, it stops you from growing and you think you reached, you reached everything and your spiritual growth then drops and stops at that time. So the annihilation within annihilation is a continuous process of nothing, nothing, empty your cup. Upon every knower there's a higher knower. So when you empty the cup in a continuous state of emptiness Allah is continuously dressing that servant inshaAllah in the oceans of, of uh, immense, immense rahmah and mercy of Allah that nothing, nothing can be understood and there is no final place to reach. As much as the servant competes in nothingness, as much as they're moving deeper into the oceans of Divine Reality. That's why then we said before the symbol of Shaykh Nazim as Sultanul Awliya was he was the symbol of complete nothingness, that he would show himself with love and compassion and every type of humility, every type of gentleness. But when Allah wanted him on is he went from the dot 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 124,000 dots and Allah turned Sultan on, then that decimal moves and he has the power of 124,000 so th this is the, the reality of the ocean of nothingness in which to continuously take the path of being nothing inshaAllah and not thinking we achieved anything, never showing ourselves and trying our best just to, to be nothing inshaAllah and Allah give more and more inshaAllah. As Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum Can we watch zikr and sobas while doing house chores? like washing dishes, cleaning and doing laundry or is that bad adab? Can we do our zikr or watch the zikr while we're doing other chores and, and activities around the house? Sure, you, you can do whatever you want that there's no one that can say, no don't do that, you, you listen to that into the house for barakah and blessings. But it's not going to be the full power of connecting your heart. So that's just to put a blessing within the house, keep yourself busy, you know, listening here and there that's, that's different than when you sit into the association and you contemplate and move yourself to be present at that association. There's no time for that association. Even if it was at 7 o'clock on Pacific time, that association has no time. As soon as you meditate and turn it on, you're there and your soul is present to listen to that association and as soon as you're listening to it with you know the full attentiveness and full the consciousness you're being dressed by its reality. And if there's a talk and you're writing the talk you're being dressed by that reality. So that is a different 
tajalli. So people are free to do whatever they want but the one whom holds it in high regard and if, that, if they have the time, if they don't have the time then they just do whatever they gotta do. But if they have the time and they hold it in full regard to take the maximum benefit of the association inshaAllah. As Salaamu Sayyidi uh, I've heard it said here that computers are the realm of negative energy, yet this is how we connect for zikr and some of us create, create tech like this. How do you reconcile this with our tariqah? Well we're the ones who were teaching that. So we would teach that to, to know a reality is not that you refrain from it, Means you have to know what something is bad, what shaitan's purpose was from it and then how to use it wisely in Allah's way. So it's not you know the teach that computers are bad, now don't touch it, put it and bury it under the ground because then there's nowhere to live. But the shaykhs come to teach the reality of everything and if they talk a lot they can teach you that the water you drink is toxic, the lights in your home are toxic. Your computer is toxic, everything around you is poisoning you and where are you going to go? So it doesn't mean that you're going to run away from everything. It means that they want you to understand the slavery and how you're being enslaved on this earth. The first level of haqqaiq, how can the servant reach to God's truth if he's bound by the lies and falsehood of this world? So they're here to set you free and break your chains. The chains that bind you to the satanic kingdom and that through the money system, through their every type of enslavement that they have put upon insan, the men of God are here to bring you back to the kingdom of God and to your rightful owner which is Allah who created you and fashioned you and empowered you. So every tech, every technology its reality was from Allah giving the awliya. So the computer was a reality for people to find about themselves because it has a screen like a head, it has a CPU system which is the heart and the guts of insan and shayateen are using that to give madad and support. So when that's why we use that also as an example, if you don't ask for spiritual support from pious people but you ask only from support of your phone means then you're using only a freet to get support, right? Because Sayyidina Sulaiman had two questions, had two, two replies, he said, who will bring me the throne of Shiva? The freet said, I'll bring it. It'll take a little bit of time. The one from knowledge of the book, before your eyes and thought can move, he duplicated it and brought so that Sayyidina Sulaiman would not use the power of the ifrit. But these two powers then Allah gave us the example in Qur'an because Qur'an is the illumination of all creation. There's nothing going to be happening on this earth that Allah has not warned and that its reality is not in Qur'an. So Sulaiman kingdom is all the Illuminati. Why Sayyidina Sulaiman is so important? Because they consider themselves master builders but they can't build nothing but a facility. 
So the Sulaimanic kingdom is what they think they're imitating and they think that they're illuminated and they have kept everybody in ocean of ignorance. But the Sulaiman kingdom is the heavenly kingdom and Najm al-Sulaiman and Najm al-Dawood is all under Najm Sayyidina Muhammad So that star is under the authority of Sayyidina Muhammad So then when they use that computer the threat are trying to take people to worship them and to make people worship and praise them. And Allah asked in Qur'an that, you took them as your Lord and Saviour. So that's the symbol, when you want directions you google and madad for them. So the counter is to understand, no this is uh, all being used by satanic forces so we're going to use it, change it and go back for the kingdom and the kingdom of the heavens to bring back those people from shaitan. So they're using that for da'wah, they're using that to spread the word, they're using that for the kingdom of Sayyidina Muhammad to bring back people, to catch people whether they're using on SoundCloud, video, Facebook, YouTube on all those platforms, Allah's kingdom must be there for da'wah. But if you're using those platforms for yourself only then yes you're in danger of using the satanic kingdom for satanic purposes. So that's different than we, when you use the word we, me and you are not in the same understanding. Somebody may be using it for themselves, for their entertainment, for spreading what they did on their birthday where they're going for restaurants and dinners but we don't do that. So we use it for the purposes of da'wah and reaching out to, to people. That's the difference is that we have to be on Instagram not because I want you to know where I ate dinner last night but to post an article. So that when you're looking for dinner, hey the shaykh's video came up, that's what's important. When people are posting on Facebook, we don't want to tell you when our children's birthday is and happy birthday for them but we want to show you an article read this, watch this, click on this so that it catch your eye and inshaAllah Allah send a light into your eyes and into your heart to bring you out of a state and not you the one who asked, this is just a general talk of, of why and how we're doing our da'wah which is a good question because a lot of people have that question. The thing is like hypocrisy, you're telling somebody something bad and then why are you using it? No we're not using it and shaykhs should not be using it for personal purposes. Because that would be hypocrisy, start showing you what I had for dinner and happy birthday to my kids. But we use it in our organization to catch people so that that light hit their heart and bring people out of a state of heedlessness. But you don't know how many times people are just clicking on things that are completely heedless and all of a sudden a video comes up and we get all of the, the emails, if I was, you know, I don't know what I was watching, your video came up on YouTube. And then Allah gave, that was a mercy. Then Allah stopped the person and said, focus on this. And they come back and calibrate their life and think that, yeah you know I, I think now I have understanding I should be focusing on something much, much higher. So that's the thing, they're out there trying to catch people, bring them back to the heavenly kingdom, inshaAllah.
So these are all very deep understandings and uh, translations of what people are translating. So don't, don't put people in the same category. When a shaykh of tariqah uses it and is, is, is an authorized guide, they're using it for guidance. So it's not similar to individuals who use it for individual purposes inshaAllah. As Salaamu Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam We follow Shaykh Nurjan and listen to his lectures every day and we really wanted a Taweez for a long time but there are no Naqshbandis in our area and the other day a Taweez appeared outside our front door. My wife got scared, is there anything for us to be worried about? We follow the Shaykh for a long time now. We wanted a Taweez and then a Taweez appeared at our door. Is there anything to be scared about? No. Do you think that the devil would bring a Naqshbandi Taweez to your door? No. But Rijalullah they're all around. It was important and Allah wanted it, it's but an instant and to bring whatever needs to be brought. That's not something difficult for Allah We just talked about Sayyidina Sulaiman, he brought the whole photocopy of a throne and this is a Prophet of Allah asking for it. So Allah gives a daleel in Qur'an that his… the a Nabi, one of the highest authorities that Allah has created asked for something to be brought to him. He didn't have to go get it and build it and bring it back. He asked from the authority and power he had that, bring this for me. The jinn was going to steal it and bring it because he's an ifrit and shaitan doesn't have any rules and morals but the one from the knowledge of the book he photocopied it. Because they're not thieves, your Prophet can't steal something from someone, can steal the throne of some queen and bring it to say, photocopied it and brought it. And that's why the words are very specific. When Queen Shiva looked at it and says, it appears to be similar to my throne. Not that, hey you stole my throne, why you brought my throne here? Because she was also part jinn, so they understood the power. So all these deep realities but these are the daleel in Qur'an for understanding. When a servant asks for something, if Allah wants it to appear, it appears. If it was necessary just to appear at that time then alhamdulillah and maybe that was a necessity for that person to understand and have a, an experience in their life to give their faith its realness. And many people, I would expect 90% of the people watching have had many different spiritual experiences. Not all of them need a taweez to appear but everybody has had different miraculous experiences in their life that make their faith to be they know. And that's why Allah says, when you begin somebody who knows something, you can't go back to disbelief. When Sayyidina Ibrahim asked Allah Ya Rabbi can I see how you bring things to life? And Allah showed a, a disappointment in that question, why do you want to see that? You don't believe? He says, no I believe but I just want yaqeen and certainty that how you bring something dead back to life. So once you've been shown signs, it's not like you go back to disbelief. The, the penalty is much more severe when Allah sends a sign 
for people and you've had experiences in lives, you can't just ignore them and say, no that didn't happen, I'm, just, I'm going back to disbelief, God forbid. So these are signs that are necessary for people, for their faith and Allah knows best His creation and, and who's in need of what and why they need that inshaAllah. But alhamdulillah everything from Allah and every blessing from Allah and just email if you have any concerns of, of any miracles that are happening and we will try to give a, a response inshaAllah. SubhanAllah rabbika rabbal izzatah min yasifoon. Salaamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Click the link now to subscribe.